It's a new car and a new team for BTCC returnee Nick Hamilton when the season kicks off at Thruxton in May. Lots going on behind the scenes, I know, and I'm delighted he's taken time out of his busy schedule. It's not that long to go now until May, uh, but Nick Hamilton, great to catch up with you. Um, how? <laughs> I guess this is a daft question, but just how busy are you at the moment, Nick? And uh, congratulations on being back in the series, by the way. No, thank you so much. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, April. April's looking super busy for me um motorsport isn't the only thing i do i do quite a bit of tv work and inspirational speeches and all these sort of things so uh yeah april's looking busy with all the um testing preparations um with media day as well coming up um but yeah i'm glad to to have uh, at least allowed uh, a day or so um just to to come back to reality a bit and uh, and yeah speak to you steve um, now, new car, the Cooper Leon, um, which uh, everybody's been talking about, the livery and uh, the look of the car. It looks like a, a hungry car, a hungry to race car, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, amazing. I, um, yeah, every time I uh, I come back into the championship or every year, I, I, I want to um, you know have a big impact. And I always um, look into the best ways to, to present myself. So I, I, I take a lot of pride in, in my car design and, um, you know, the garage boarding and, um, you know, my clothes, clothing, all sorts. Um, because to me, it's, uh, you got to look the part, um, and, and try and stand out as best as you can for your partners. Um, but yeah, I mean, the car looks, car looks great and, um, yeah, it feels pretty good as well. Was the Volkswagen, Nick, the CC, getting a bit long in the tooth? Is that something, I, I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm questioning, is that the sort of thing that might have held you back in what you could have done previously? Was it Was it the car? Um, I'd like to say yes, um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but, you know, it, it, she, was a, she was a tired old girl. Um, you know, she was eight, eight years old. She, she'd been through the ringer a little bit. Um, and she was, yeah, very difficult, very difficult to drive. Um, was very inconsistent. We, we struggled as a team and, and, you know, all you need to do is, is look at the, the third seat in the VW last year was, um, it was a, a pretty hot seat. There was so many different drivers coming in and out, um, you know, like the Tom Onslow Cole and, um, Mike Bushell and, and, uh, there was also Ollie Brown and, and it, it doesn't matter who was in that seat. You know they we they struggled to to get the car out the top twenty and um, yeah it was just a it was just a, a tough year for everybody but I would say um, I developed a lot um, through last year uh, scored my first points in the championship at um, at Brands Hatch and and uh, yeah when you're when you're trying to drive a car that doesn't work with you um, and that makes life a lot more difficult um, mm. you know you, you develop a lot you learn a lot as a driver so when you get a package that actually works for you um, you'll be even stronger mm. so what is it about the Cupra which now I'm sounding what you seem to be saying is it suits your style of driving better and you're you're feeling much more confident oh without a doubt I mean I've only done one day in the Cupra um, we we set out for our first shakedown, um, and unfortunately, my seating position was was too far out where I lost the day. Um, so I only did ten laps on that day, um, but they were very very slow laps. Struggled to to drive the car physically. Um, but yeah, I got back out a week later, um, and the car felt car felt great. Um, pretty much night and day in comparison to the to the CC. Um, just had a lot more 
more grip in, in general. Um, the car seemed to react really well to, to changes. And, uh, you know, one thing we really struggled with the CC is we, we didn't find any time on new tyres. So, um, you know, we'd get there or thereabouts on an old set of tyres and everyone goes new and, and they'd find, you know, six tenths, six to eight tenths in, in some cases. And, and we would we would struggle. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's nice to say that, you know, a new tyre run felt great and we found more time, which was which was nice. And, you know, it was the first time everyone had driven the car and it was a great base to work from. So I think it's a very positive step. Um, and I'm very happy to, to be where I am. You mentioned the um, seat fitting that you went to, and I know you posted a, a video on um, on social media from uh, of you sat in the car with with one of the engineers, and you're going through your seat position and the <clears throat> explaining how you have to have the controls because of the way that you access the the throttle and and, and brake. And I, I found it fascinating because I think it was the first time, probably for many, that they saw close up the way you have to adapt and the car has to adapt to you um, to enable you to drive it. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to to be a bit more open about my story more and more now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of fed up of people uh, thinking that they know um, what goes on around my motorsport, how I get on the grid um, in the first instance, and then how I how I drive my car competitively. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, um, I'm being a lot more open with that, and and yeah, seating position is is absolutely vital. For me, if I'm if I'm not 100% comfortable, um, I I won't be able to to drive the car physically and safely, let alone fast um, and competitively. So, um, yeah, it all starts with um, with the modifications to to my pedals, and, and obviously last year with the CC, um, I already already did that, um, which was a, a big help. Um, the pedals. Um, I only have two pedals in my car instead of three, so I have accelerator and brake, which are, I would say, a lot wider and bigger than most, um, or, or the, the usual pedal box. Um, my brake pedal is basically the size of the, or the width of the clutch pedal and the brake pedal in a normal pedal box. Um, and then my accelerator is pretty much the same. Um, and then, yeah, I have a hand clutch on the steering wheel. Um, so that's just the modifications. And then you get into the, the seating position uh, where I use um, Indie Seat for um, their seat kits and seat molds. Um, now, what is really important is, is where my, my, um, my legs sit in the car because I can't use my ankles um, to accelerate or brake. I can't flex them forward or backwards. So the only way I can actually accelerate is, is having all the power and control from my hip, from my thigh muscle, to, to accelerate and brake. So when I um, accelerate and then lift off, my leg basically hangs in the air whilst I turn or corner. So every time I turn right, if my um, my knee is too high up, um, then my wrist um, will get in the way of my knee. So then I won't be able to, to get to full lock um, when turning right. So this whole balance of being high enough to be able to see, to then get the legs to drop low enough for my um, knee to clear my wrist. Um, and then having the support in terms of the, um, the mold itself to stop my right leg from moving um, under throttle or um, you know, moving through um, high speed cornering. You know, there's so much that goes into it. And, and that's what I, necessarily, I, I thought I, I got wrong on my first seat fit. 
Um, and I was banging my head against a brick wall, really nervous because it's only me really that knows what I need. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was I was really nervous, thinking, shoot, I don't know what I need to to be able to get to this perfect position that I have done, you know, in motor base and and um, in the VW. Um, but I was telling myself, Nick, come on, this is your third touring car. You should pretty much know what you need by now. But it's it's, it's such a fine balance. Um, and uh, and mo on Monday, yeah, we we got there, which is great. Um, but we still got a bit more work to do. I still needed a bit more st support through my right leg. Um, but yeah, we're going to be working on that next week uh, when I'm next in the car. Um, but yeah, so it's a fine balance and completely different to, to what everybody else has to go through. Yeah. You've got a huge following, uh, Nick, a, a big fan base. A lot of them are very vocal in terms of support for you on social media. And unfortunately, that you, like every driver, you have your detractors. And, and it's interesting that you say that it's important to get them to understand the additional challenges that you've got. So let's, uh, let's seriously hope that, that that changes the minds of some people and there's a bit more Objectivity in, um, in perhaps when they they chat about you uh, on the racetrack. I'm sure you're you're hoping for that as well. Yeah, I mean, well, I, 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 it's, it comes part of parcel now. I realise that um, you know there's a lot of negativity out there, but to be fair, it doesn't really bother me anymore. It used to um, used to cut pretty deep, um, but you know it, it only fuels my fire to uh, to get stronger mentally, physically, and, and improve my performances. So at the end of the day, I'm not really racing for them. Um, I'm racing for myself, racing for my partners. And uh, those are the guys that get me on the grid in the first place. So people can uh, hate as much as they want, but uh, they're just going to have to keep get used to seeing me drive past. <laughs> well, well said. Um, you mentioned scoring your last, uh, your sorry, your first point at uh, Brands uh, last year, which was uh, a, a good time for you. Um, now, I don't want to bring the conversation uh, down, but uh, we've got two visits to Thruxton, starting at Thruxton this year, and you didn't have, you won't mind me saying, the best of weekends at Thruxton last year. No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to be honest, and obviously Team Hard, no, I would say the CC was the worst car I've ever driven at Thruxton. Um, really, really difficult to, um, to get confidence in. And uh, so I struggled in terms of practice. Um, and then we we had um, a clutch issue, um, hand clutch issue, all the way through the weekend. Um, and we couldn't really pinpoint what was causing this issue. Because um, obviously the way I, I use the clutch is completely different to, to any other car. Um, so I think I, I missed all three races pretty much. Um, and. Uh, yeah, the boys were working super hard to, to try and get me out, but it just didn't it just didn't work. Um, but now um, it's now we've got the experience. We, we know what the cause was. And, you know, after that situation, uh, we never had a clutch issue again. So, yeah, Thruxton is uh, I would say it's a, a bogey bogey circuit for me. Um, but to be fair, this year I've uh, I've got a new. I've got a new mindset. I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty chilled. I'm pretty relaxed, and I'm going to use uh, all of these negative bogey circuit mindset things that I've had in the past. I'm going to use that as uh, as ammo to to push me further forward and and make sure that when I get in the car at Thruxton, um, you know I'm confident and and I uh, get the most out of my car. 
the machinery aside, Nick, where does that um, uh, that sort of new confidence and that support come from? Is it your, your holistic sort of family support or, or other professional support? What's what's caused or what's been the catalyst for bringing about this new mindset? Um, I don't know. I I, um, I go through a lot of things on my own. So um, you know, mental health is is a a very important factor um, within within life, um, especially within sport. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of soul searching, a lot of um, self finding and self motivation, and and you know I, I'm constantly looking at you know TSL, and I always go through my my races and laps um, to to try and analyze what was holding me back, and and uh, yeah, this year I've I've just done a lot of homework, and I, I know. Um, what I can do, I know my strengths, but I, I know my weaknesses even more. And uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about motorsport, especially British touring cars, is you spend so much time um, trying to raise the funds and the money and and the sponsorship and going to all the meetings and um, designing your car and all these things that, that literally take months and months and months. And you compare that to the amount of time you spend on track. <laughs> um, and uh, when you actually get on track, you've only got, you know, two 40 minute practice sessions um, to get up to speed. And, uh, you know, so so the more work you can do um, away from the circuit, um, the better. And I just feel um, that I'm in a better spot. I'm in a better place. Um, and having um, the Cupra now and having felt it already and, and knowing that that was its that was its base foundation um you know it's, it can only get better from from uh, from the first time i drove it and i was already so confident within it and and my pace was um, very comparative to to my teammates um you know it just it just helps me get more confident even more yeah. Um, now you mentioned your teammates. Uh, a busy garage at uh, Team Hard this year. Jack Goff, uh, Aaron Taylor Smith, Glyn Geddy. How do you all get on? Well, uh, very well. Uh, you know, it's um, it's a it's an interesting dynamic. Um, we, I would say, me and Jack, um, having worked uh, together last year, um, we really uh, we really connected, really gelled together, and obviously I've raced. Um, uh, Aaron Taylor Smith. He was actually Aaron Smith back then, but um, in in Clio's, and uh, so I knew of him, um, but I hadn't actually met him. Um, but he's a really super nice guy, um, and I think uh, and obviously uh, Glyn was uh, in our team uh, driving the third VW for for a couple of races. Um, so you know, I I know everybody. We got on very well, and at the end of the day, um, we all know that we have a, a blank canvas to to work from and. And at Team Hard, we've been wanting this opportunity for a long time. Um, the, the team have, have, have worked day and night um, to, to provide us with this opportunity. And we all don't want to squander it. But at the same time, uh, we need to, to work together to try and develop this car as, as fast as possible. Um, because really, we don't have a lot of testing um, time available um, to, to make sure that we're 1,000% ready for the first race. But I don't think you could ever be fully ready. Um, I think we'll just continue to develop throughout the year. Um, but hopefully we can start media day um, on the on the strong foot, um, learn more there, um, get to Thruxton, do a good job as a team, um, and, and keep progressing throughout the year. 
Mm, just finally, um, Nick, it's going to be another interesting um, season because dates have uh, have shifted. The calendar has shifted. Um, the grid has changed. New drivers, new cars, new teams. We've got the the tyre changes, the shootouts, and hopefully, of course, uh, fans coming back at some point later in the year. It's going to be an interesting and exciting season, isn't it? Yeah, I would say um, it's probably going to be the hardest year yet, the most competitive year yet, because if you look um, down the grid, there isn't one old car anymore. There's not mm. one bad car. Um, and uh, people don't realise that um, you know everyone on the British Touring Car Grid is fast enough to win a race at some point. Um, so whether you haven't got much experience or you haven't achieved this or you haven't achieved that, you're all within half a second of each other, three tenths of each other in certain circuits, and and um, you know it, it just takes um, being in the right place at the right time, having a good day, and you're going to see a new race winner, um, and hopefully um, you know you'll see multiple different um, winners and and uh, a lot of personal achievements from a, from a lot of drivers um, and uh, I'm hoping that, that one of those drivers is, is going to be me and uh, yeah, I keep progressing um, further up the field but initially it's to, to get in the points um, and then uh, push on to, to top tens but uh, yeah, we just have to wait and see but it's going to be one hell of a year I'm sure. Nick, it's been, as always, an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you very much uh, for your time. I look forward to seeing you uh, at uh, Media Day uh, and, of course, uh, probably joining thousands of your fans by wishing you the very, very best of luck for the new season. Thank you, Steve. Really appreciate it, buddy.